the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. Let's not talk about glory. Let's talk about suffering. It's the cross, then the crown. It's humiliation, then the exaltation. Guys, are you up for that? In God's goodness, they were up for it. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. Well, it is a wonderful, wonderful day, and it is a wonderful honor for me to be your host today. I welcome you to Bob Bernie Live. I welcome our listeners in Tampa on Faith Talk AM 570910 and FM 102.1. I also welcome our listeners in Columbus, Ohio, on The Word, 880 AM and 104.5 FM, wherever you are listening. Thank you. Let me give you my telephone number. I would love to have you as a part of our conversation today. And my number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. When is an apology not really an apology? Well, (laughs) when you only make the apology 
because you think you have to. Not because you need to or you want to, but because you you have to. And it's probably not a real apology. I have I have a couple of examples of this. And then we're going to apply it to some biblical truth. Some of you have heard about uh, Samantha B. Now, she is a fairly well-known female comedian. I I have never heard her. I'm not real familiar. I know her name. I know she is uh, vile and and profane. Uh, other than that, I don't know a whole lot about her. But uh, she has a, a TV program on TBS called Full Frontal. Uh, several days ago, she went on a rant about Ivanka Trump. And uh, she called Ivanka Trump the single most vile name someone can call a woman. I won't even give the letter, but it is probably the single most vile word that could be used to describe a woman. And uh, she did. She called uh, President Trump's daughter Ivanka this uh, this word and went off uh, on a rampage about Donald Trump and his family and so on and so on and so on. Well, uh, unlike Roseanne Barr, now Roseanne said something really bad and terrible. She was immediately fired. But you see, many people consider Roseanne a conservative. She isn't. Roseanne Barr is not a conservative, never was. But because she has said positive things about Donald Trump, uh, she was out, fired, gone, you know, bye-bye, so long. Samantha B is a far-left liberal. So, of course, she wouldn't be fired. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, talk about a, a double standard. And most of you know that there is a terrible double standard. But there was a, a quite a bit of backlash. Some of her advertisers canceled uh, the network TBS, uh, on which uh, her show resides, uh, issued the kind of sort of an apology. And evidently, quite a bit of pressure was put on Samantha B. And uh, there was uh, maybe the possibility of getting fired. I don't know. But anyway, she kind of made a, a an apology. She, yeah, well, I shouldn't have said it and so on. And she made an apology that lasted about three days. Yeah, yeah about, about three days after she thought about it. And uh, she, uh, she said, well, maybe I shouldn't have said it. But then yesterday she said, quote, I hate that this distracted from more important issues. I hate that I did something to contribute to the nightmare of 24-hour news cycles that were all white-knuckling through. I should have known that a potty-mouthed insult would be inherently more interesting to them than juvenile immigration policy. So, in other words, she says, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said it. However... What they're doing is much worse. What they're saying is much worse. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done it, but they're worse than I am. Not exactly a full-throated, sincere apology. Like I said, when is an apology not an apology? When you think you have to, you don't want to, you're not compelled to, it's not because your conscience is kicked in. You think there might be negative consequences, so... 
All right, all right, all right. I'll, uh, I'll apologize if, 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 if I have to. But then you always know in a few days that the apology wasn't real. And speaking of Roseanne Barr, it's exactly what she did. When she got fired, she immediately got on Twitter that night. Oh, I shouldn't have done it. It was terrible. I was on Ambien, and, and the Ambien made me do it. And I, it wasn't really me. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was never a real apology. Well, Samantha B. was never a real apology either. Now, to add to that list, Bill Clinton. You know, you would think with all the money that Bill Clinton has, I mean, since he and Hillary left office, they have pulled in more than $240 million that we know of. <laughs> That's that we know of. $240 million, a quarter of a billion dollars they have pulled in. You would think after uh, his reputation as a womanizer and so forth, he would just kind of ride off into the sunset, go away. You know, he can't do that. So uh, he has become the co-author of a uh, a fiction a political thriller. Now, can I let you in on a little secret? Most of you know this anyway. When somebody really famous co-authors a book, what does that mean? It meant that the real author of the book needed the name of someone famous. Hey, I don't know this for sure. Pure speculation on my part. But I would venture to say that probably 10% or less of this book was written by Bill Clinton. The guy who wrote it with him is well-known, and Bill Clinton's name is stuck on it. For whatever reason, Clinton felt that he needed more money and uh, needed more FaceTime in the news, and it is backfiring seriously. He was on the Today Show um, earlier this week, and he was interviewed by Craig Melvin. And he got himself into a mess. But in it, once again, he issued an apology that really wasn't an apology. Like Samantha B, like Roseanne Barr, like so many others. And there is a spiritual lesson here. And I'll share that with you. When we return, we need to take a break. Here's my number, 877-BOB-LIVE. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live. Hey, go over to Facebook and like us, Bob Bernie, B-U-R-N-E-Y, but you got to put live on the end. When you get to the Bob Bernie Live Facebook page, just hit like. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Bill Carl here with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Thank you for joining us for just a few moments as we share more opportunities for you to save lives through Save the Children. When you call 888-884-4836 and make your gift of $60, you save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. You can also click the Save the Children link at letstalkfaith.com to make that gift. And what are we talking about, really? Well, Save the Children, around for over 100 years, has been working in East Africa among famine victims. And they provide... Uh, it. It's kind of a funny name. They provide this ready-to-use therapeutic food called Plumpy Nut. It's peanut-based. It's kind of based on Nutella. 
and it really does bring kids back from the brink of death. Again, your $60 provides enough plumping nut and medicine to save a child who's starving. And Scott, I know that you've been there in Ethiopia and seen the miracle of plumping nut and seen the miracle of these kids. Take us inside that a little. It really is a miracle. It's been referred to as it is to nutrition what penicillin was to medicine. And that's not just me. I mean, 60 Minutes talked about it as a miracle. And I don't know if you watch 60 Minutes very much, but they don't use the word miracle very often, uh, the word miracle. But it is miraculous. Uh, It brings kids back, children back, babies back from the brink of uh, death. I mean, they're right on the doorstep. I mean, they, they are the child you're thinking of right now, the child with uh, appears to be a skeleton uh, with skin draped over it. I mean, it, it really is stark to see. When you see a mom holding her twin boys that are three months old, and she says, I can no longer even nurse my kids. I don't have enough food for myself. And uh, mother's milk is the only way my kids uh, can survive, and they're suffering from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, today we have a chance to, to be the safety net. We have a chance to be... Um, come together and do this thing uh, that really is ours to do. So, I mean, you've been fortunate, blessed, lucky, whatever word you use, um, to be where you are, to live where you live. Not not just to be born where you've been born, but to be born when you've been born. Well, that is absolutely so strong, and we're so thankful to be in a position to be able to do good for others, not to have to rely on the government and other agencies to make this happen. Save the Children is a nonprofit that I know personally at our house, Missy and I give to every year, and we want to encourage you to as well. In fact, Save the Children works here in the United States of America. I spent a good chunk of time last fall in uh, rural Tennessee among Save the Children uh, folks who have been blessed through this ministry, and I hope you'll step in right now. Again, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We're counting down 105 kids to go. Would you call right now? 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith.com. And I'll tell you this as well. We've had a generous donor step forward who over the next month has said, look, for every gift that your listeners make to save the children, I'll double it. So if you make that gift of $60, it becomes $120, so on and so forth. And maybe right now you'd say, Bill Scott, I'll do a leadership gift of $600. That would take care of 10 children saving their lives. And with those matching dollars, would add another 10 children to the list of those who've been impacted through Save the Children and through your kindness. So again, I would encourage you to go to the phone right now. Here's the number, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or again, click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Together, we can save lives with Save the Children. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Bill Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. 
You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive, credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. When is an apology not an apology? When you don't mean it, when you make the apology only because you have to, or you do it for your own selfish purposes. Uh, We saw that with Roseanne Barr. We saw it with Samantha Bee. And now once again, we're seeing it with our past president, Bill Clinton. He's in the spotlight again because he has co-written a new novel, a political thriller, it is called. And uh, again, it's purely speculation on my part. I doubt that he wrote much of it at all. But the author, the real author, needed Clinton's name to sell. And Clinton was just looking for a way to get his face in the news again. And make a few more dollars. After all, he and his wife have only pulled in a measly $240 million since he left office. Anyway, he is on a book tour. Now, what could possibly go wrong with that in the midst of the Me Too movement? Now, here's the the fact. The liberal left who who thought of Hillary as their heroine, uh, Hillary Clinton was going to save the Democrats. The Hillary Clinton was going to be their, their flag bearer into the next millennium, you know, who knows. And then she failed, and she failed miserably. And uh, the liberal left has turned on Hillary and Bill. I mean, they have. The liberal left wants Bill and Hillary, just go away. You are a reminder to us that it's your fault that this Trump guy got elected. And that's exactly what most of the liberal left, they're blaming Hillary Clinton on Trump's presidency, and they hate him. And so they're blaming Hillary, and they they don't want Bill or Hillary around. And then we've got the Me Too movement. Well, Bill Clinton, we know had an illicit, adulterous affair with a young intern in the White House, in the Oval Office. We know that he lied under oath about it. We are pretty certain 
that he sexually abused many, many, many women. He has been accused, never prosecuted, but accused of rape by at least two to three women. He is not exactly a shining example of the Me Too movement. Uh, and uh, everyone knows that Bill and Clinton, Bill, pardon me, Bill and Hillary Clinton were best buds with Harvey Weinstein. I mean, close, real close friends to Harvey Weinstein. And, of course, he's going down in flames. So anyway, 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 any reasonable person would understand that a Bill Clinton book tour in the midst of the Me Too movement, Harvey Weinstein and so forth, would not go well. And it's not. Uh, He basically made a fool of himself on the Today Show with uh, Craig Melvin. Craig Melvin asked him specifically, do you think you should have resigned? Bill Clinton flipped out. He got angry. He accused Craig Melvin, well, you don't know the facts. And uh, then he said this. He plays the victim card, which Bill Clinton has done on many occasions. Uh, He said to Craig Melvin, and I quote, Nobody believes that I got out of that for free. I left the White House $16 million in debt. Now, first of all, the New York Times... The Washington Post have done fact checks on that. The Washington Post, I think, gave him, I think, four Pinocchios. That that means it was a lie. Uh, and, and I don't think anybody is feeling sorry for the Clintons and their financial condition because, again, they've taken in $240 million. Bill Clinton was raking in at least a quarter of a million dollars per speech, per speech, $250,000 per speech. And here he is on the Today Show. I left left the White House $16 million in debt. I don't think anybody thought I came out of that free. Seriously? So the, the most damaging part of the interview, he was asked point blank, Do you believe you owe Monica Lewinsky an apology? His answer, no, I don't. Now, he went on and said that he apologized to the entire world. He went on and say, uh, he says, quote, people need to know I apologized. I'm in it then, I'm in it now, and I still support me too. And I think we all need to keep trying to do better. And I would never dispute that. But then he was asked, did you ever apologize personally to Monica Lewinsky? No. Do you feel you should? No. Are you planning on doing that? No. He was emphatic and even angry in asserting, I have not apologized to her personally. I have not contacted her. I have no intention to, and I have no need to apologize to Monica Lewinsky personally. Now, Bill Clinton was impeached, but not found guilty. When he left the White House, he was still a rock star among the Democrats. 
It wasn't long before he was getting a quarter of a million dollars per speech. Hillary Clinton was getting $100,000, $200,000, $250,000 per speech. She wrote a book and made multiple millions of dollars on her book. So in essence, Bill Clinton really didn't suffer at all from that whole Monica Lewinsky thing. On the other hand, Monica Lewinsky has suffered greatly financially, emotionally, and in every other way. Just recently, she said in an interview that she felt she had PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. She believes that she was scarred emotionally. She was a young girl who was taken advantage of by her boss and arguably the most powerful man on the planet. And yet Bill Clinton said, why? I apologized. I apologized to the whole world. I know, but did you apologize to the one who deserved it most? No. Are you planning on it? No. Now, there is a very important spiritual lesson to learn here. I'm coming up on a break. I want us I want us to look in scripture. Can we find some biblical lessons for all of us to learn? My intention is not just to condemn Bill Clinton because there but by the grace of God go I and you. I bring it to your attention and my attention because there's a lesson for all of us to learn. Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says next week's summit with North Korea's Kim Jong-un will be much more than a photo op. He says he expects to make real progress and that it could be good for the economy of both North and South Korea and the entire world if he can convince the North Koreans to do away with their nuclear program. The CDC is reporting a troubling trend that suicide rates are on the rise nationwide. In a recent survey, the increases over about a seven-year span range from 6% in Delaware to 57% in North Dakota. Some of those victims of Guatemala's volcano of fire eruption were children who suffered serious burns. A number of them are now being treated at Shriners Hospital for children in Galveston. Shriners treating a number of the victims at its burn center. Other hospitals have taken in others as well. A mixed bag on Wall Street. The Dow closed up 95 points and NASDAQ down 54. This is SRN News. Hey, this is Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. And right now, your gift of $60 provides enough ready-to-use therapeutic food, enough plumping nut, and medicine to save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We've been talking about this for several days now, and we just have a little bit of time left to meet the goal of saving 150 kids. The number is 888-884-4836. I was on the air not so long ago, actually in Seattle. Seattle is not known for being the bastion of uh, Christianity. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's like the uh, West Coast version of Boston. I mean, it's just it's just not uh, a place that the churches thrive. And yet there, I had a woman call and say, I want to do this for 100 kids. 
A $6,000 one-time gift. We do need a game changer, I must say. We want to be able to thank you by first name and by city. So whether you're going to do $60 or $600 or $6,000 or more or less, the good news is it's going to be matched dollar for dollar. And we're waiting for your call right now at 888-884-4836. Again, that number is 888-884-4836. Letstalkfaith.com. Uh, is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner. And right now, would you call 888-884-4836? Maybe there's somebody right now, you would make a leadership gift of um, of $600, and that would draw us so very closely. We're, we're, I'm telling you, we're, we're right there. Scott's over there kind of calculating everything. 13 more, 13 down to, 13 would be $780. 13 kids right now would be $780. And listen, I could sit here and break it down with an abacus into all type of <laughs> monthly and bi-monthly gifts and ways to do it. However you choose to do it, need somebody to do it. I, You know, listen, if you just want to make that one-time gift of $60, we welcome that and we're blessed by need that. It. But I really, truly do believe, Scott, that there's somebody that's been listening. They listened yesterday. They've listened today. God's been tapping at their heart and just kind of, you know, nudging them the whole time. And they, you just kind of get in that place. You're like, you know, a little later, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. You can make it happen. I mean, you can, you know, really you can. There are families, they'll put a whole vacation on a credit card mm-hmm. and hope that by the end of the year they pay for mm-hmm. it. We live in just a stone's throw of Disney World, you know, just down the road in Orlando. And I know, and I've met people, where'd you come from? Mm-hmm. I came down from, you know, Dakota. We come here every year. And, you know, you know they put three, $4,000 in that credit card at the beginning of the year to book it, and then they kind of figured it out. And I just know that, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I know there's somebody listening right now, you know you could make that gift, and you could either write the check and it'd be done or put it on your debit card, or you could just find a way to figure it out. You just figure it out. And I want you to, I just want to encourage you right now, God's been speaking to you. When you think of these children, when you think about what they're experiencing, when you think about how they're really at the door of death, when, when you know, Scott told us last hour that one of the kids he met over there said, well, if I grow up, I'd like to be my grandfather. When you're living in a state where you don't assume that you're going to grow up, that's a bad place to be. But we can rescue. We can help save the children on the ground right now in very difficult places providing Plumpy Nut, providing this therapeutic food for children really on the brink of death. Your $60 gift saves one of these children. So I need you to call right now. And don't worry about figuring it out till later. You'll figure it out. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com. Thewordcolumbus.com. Slash Bob Bernie Live. I would propose to you today that few things reveal your real character than how you respond to failure. Okay? And I really believe that. And I don't mean just you. I mean us. Few things reveal our character than how we re- respond to failure. 
In this, we're talking specifically about apologies. We've got Roseanne Barr, who issued an apology that wasn't an apology, and she issued it, retracted it, issued it. She issued it because she got fired from ABC, and then the next day she's you know, blasted ABC. Anyway, and then we got Samantha B, a comedian who said some horribly vile things about Ivanka Trunk, Trump, Uh, A lot of backlash, a lot of criticism, so she felt she had to apologize, so she apologized, and then she kind of took it back. Uh, We got Kathy Griffin, the uh, comedian who held the uh, severed head of Donald Trump and had all kinds of problems and apologized, later took the apology back. And then we got Bill Clinton, who has a new novel out. He's on a book tour and has gotten himself in real trouble by saying, I don't need to apologize to Monica Lewinsky. I apologize to the world. I apologize to everybody. I know, but the person you hurt the most, did you apologize to her? No, no, I no, I handled it right. I protected the Constitution, he said. Seriously? Yeah. We have a couple of biblical examples. First, let's look at the first king of Israel. What was his name? Yeah, I see your hand there. Yeah, Saul. Yeah, first king of Israel, Saul. One of the first assignments that Saul got from God through the prophet Samuel was to find the Amalekites and destroy them. First Samuel 15, 2. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel. I don't have time to go into that, but the Amalekites were some really super bad people. They did some really super bad things to God's people, and God says, I will never, ever forget what Amalek did. And he didn't. Generations later, Saul is the first new king of Israel, and God, through Samuel, says, I've condemned them. I want you to go wipe them out. Don't save anything or anyone. Verse 7. Saul smote the Amalekites from Havilah until you come to Shur, that is, over against Egypt. Yeah, way to go, way to go, Saul. Eh, Not so quick. He took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive, utterly destroyed everybody else with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag, the best of the sheep, and of the oxen, and of the fatlings, and the lambs, and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refuse, ah, that they destroyed utterly. He clearly disobeyed God. God tells Samuel the prophet, Saul disobeyed me. So Samuel the prophet already knows when Saul comes back from the battle. And so uh, Samuel the prophet hears Saul is coming back from the battle, and again, God's already told Samuel that he failed. So he meets him. The prophet Samuel meets Saul returning from the battle. Verse 13, And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord, I have performed the commandment of the Lord. I did everything you told me to do. I did everything that God told me to do. Follows following in the next verse is one of the funniest verses in the entire Bible. Don't tell me the Bible doesn't have humor. So here is Saul saying, I did exactly what God told me to do. You should be so proud of me. Even God is proud of me. Verse 14, Samuel says, What meaneth then 
this bleeding of the sheep in mine ears and the lowing of the oxen which I hear. Busted! It's the very instance that Saul said, I did exactly what God told me to do. And if he had, there would have been no animals, no people, no nothing. He wouldn't have brought anything back from the battle. And the minute he brags about obeying God, these sheep and oxen begin making noise and he's busted. Well, Samuel the prophet immediately tells Saul, you're done, you're finished, you're toast, you disobeyed God, and God has rejected you from being king. How does Saul respond? Does he take responsibility? Does he repent? Does he admit his sin? Well, listen. Verse 15. And Saul said, uh, they have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God, and the rest we utterly destroyed. First of all, Saul blames them, his army, what a leader, and the people. And then finally, he blames God. He says, well, God's always looking for sacrifices, and we brought some sacrifices back. Why would God want something that he had condemned as a sacrifice? So almost all of the rest of chapter 15 in 1 Samuel is Saul making excuses and rationalizing. The people made me do it, I didn't want to, and uh, hey, God wanted sacrifices, and I did it to please God, and so on. And Samuel the prophet keeps saying, Saul, watch my lips. Look, here, here, here. God said, you're done. You're toast. You're no longer king. Can't trust you. Gave you a job to do. You didn't do it. You lied about it. You're finished. And so Saul continues to go, well, well, but it wasn't me, and blah, 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 blah. And finally, finally said, he says in verse 30, Saul says, uh, I have sinned. So in other words, he says, okay, 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 you want me to say I sinned? All right, all right, all right, I'll say it. Here, I have sinned. But look what he says immediately afterwards, verse 30. Then he said, I have sinned yet Yet honor me now, I pray thee, before the elders of my people and before Israel. Okay, okay, I've sinned, but it's our secret. Don't tell anybody. You make sure that you honor me in front of the people. Does that sound like repentance to you? No, it sounds like Bill Clinton. It sounds like Samantha Bee. It sounds like Roseanne Barr. It sounds like Kathy Griffin. And it sounds like... Hundreds, hundreds of people that I have dealt with as a pastor through the years. It sounds like hundreds of husbands that I've dealt with. Okay, yeah, I was wrong, but so was she. Yeah, okay, I was wrong, but I couldn't help it. Okay, yeah, I was wrong, but hey, if you had to deal with what I had to deal with, and dozens and dozens of wives... Yeah, I was wrong, but he, I was wrong, but I couldn't help it. And I was wrong, but hey, when you're married to him, you see, this is this is part of our carnal nature. This is part of our nature. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, hey, I never said I was perfect. How many times you heard that? I never said I was perfect, but she, 
and 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 and, and but he Now, what happens with Saul? He never truly repents. He makes excuses, he rationalizes, and when he's forced to, he says, okay, 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 I have sinned. But he never truly repented. Now, you say, Bob, well, wait a minute. How do you know that? You just read, he said the words, I have sinned. How do I know he never truly repented? Because God never forgave him. God did continue to reject him from being king. God anointed David to replace him. Now, it was several years before David actually becomes king. But I know my God well enough that if Saul had truly, genuinely repented, God would have forgiven him. That's the kind of God we serve. But he didn't. Saul was a carnal man. He had no character. Sadly, tragically. You see, your character is revealed often in the way you deal with your own failure and your own sin. And I know know that's harsh, but it's true. The way you deal with your own failure and your own sin will reveal your character. The question is not whether you will fail because you will. The question is not whether you will sin because you will. You're a human. We all are. The question is how will you respond? Bill Clinton, Samantha Bee, Roseanne Barr, Kathy Griffin, and thousands of others follow in the footsteps of Saul. But then we have someone else who responded in a completely different way. And there's a completely different result. I'll tell you who that is when we return. Hey, this is Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. And right now, your gift of $60 provides enough ready-to-use therapeutic food, enough plumping nut and medicine to save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We've been talking about this for several days now, and we just have a little bit of time left to meet the goal of saving 150 kids. The number is 888-884-4836. I was on the air not so long ago, actually in Seattle. Seattle is not known for being the bastion of uh, Christianity. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's like the uh, West Coast version of Boston. I mean, it's just it's just not... Uh, a place that the churches thrive. And yet there, I had a woman call and say, I want to do this for 100 kids, a $6,000 one-time gift. We do need a game changer, I must say. We want to be able to thank you by first name and by city. So whether you're going to do $60 or $600 or $6,000 or more or less, the good news is it's going to be matched dollar for dollar. And we're waiting for your call right now at 888-884-4836. Well, again, that number is 888-884-4836. Letstalkfaith.com is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner. And right now, would you call 888-884-4836? Maybe there's somebody right now, you would make a leadership gift of of $600, and that would draw us so very closely. I'm telling you, we're, we're right there. Scott's over there kind of calculating everything. 13 more, 13 down to... 13 would be $780. 13 kids right now would be $780. And 
listen, I could sit here and break it down with an abacus into all type of <laughs> monthly and bi-monthly gifts and ways to do it. However you choose to do it, need somebody to do it. I, you know, listen, if you just want to make that one-time gift of $60, we welcome that and we're blessed by Need that. It. But I really, truly do believe, Scott, that there's somebody that's been listening. They listened yesterday. They've listened today. God's been tapping at their heart and just kind of, you know, nudging them the whole time. And they, you just kind of get in that place. You're like, oh, you know, later, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. You can make it happen. I mean, you can. You know, really you can. There are families. They'll put a whole vacation on a credit card mm. and hope that by the end of the year they pay for mm-hmm. it. We live in just a stone's throw of Disney world, you know, just down the road in Orlando. And I know, and I've met people, where'd you come from? Mm. I came down from, you know, Dakota. We come here every year. And you know, you know, they put three, $4,000 in that credit card at the beginning of the year to book it. And then they kind of figured it out. And I just know that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I know there's somebody listening right now. You know you could make that gift. And you could either write the check and it'd be done or put it on your debit card. Or you could just find a way to figure it out. You just figure it out. And I want you to, I just want to encourage you right now. God's been speaking to you. When you think of these children, when you think about what they're experiencing, when you think about how they're really at the door of death. When, when you know, Scott told us last hour that one of the kids he met over there said, well, if I grow up, I'd like to be my grandfather. When you're living in a state where you don't assume that you're going to grow up, that's a bad place to be. But we can rescue. We can help save the children on the ground right now in very difficult places, providing Plumpy Nut, providing this therapeutic food for children really on the brink of death. Your $60 gift saves one of these children. So I need you to call right now. And don't worry about figuring it out till later. You'll figure it out. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Invite God along for the morning commute. Weekday mornings at 7, it's Focus on the Family. It is education that will transform you and will compel you to do great things to the glory of God. And at 7.30, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Now, in the end, it all works out, and Christ rewards us. But in the short time, there is a price to pay for being a Christian. Strength for your morning. Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. Hey, this is Bill Carl. The Bill Bunkley Show continues in just a moment. Get out of the summer heat in Tampa Bay and head to Europe for the Reformation Tour and River Cruise with Alistair Begg, July 31st through August 12th, visiting Prague, Budapest, and of course, Wittenberg, where the Protestant Reformation begins. Details at letstalkfaith.com. This is Bob Bernie filling in for my friend Bill Bunkley here on Faith Talk 570, FM 102.1, and AM 910. This is AM 880, 5FM, life changing radio.
Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Did you know that God loves to use failures? God loves to use losers? Because, folks, listen. Without God's grace, we are all a bunch of failures and losers, all of us. That is a biblical worldview. A secular humanist worldview says uh, we all have a spark of divinity. That's what Nancy Pelosi said that not long ago. That's an exact quote from Nancy Pelosi, and it's been used thousands of times through the years. We all have a spark of divinity. We're all created in the image of God, and all we need is just a little encouragement. We're all inherently good. We're all inherently godlike. That's not what Scripture teaches. Now, wait a minute, Bob. I just read that we were, Adam and Eve were created in the image of God. Absolutely, they were. But there was this thing called the fall, and the image of God was marred, and that's why we desperately need redemption? Hey, before I get into that, I just want to uh, say thank you to Larry and John and another Larry, uh, who in the last 30 minutes went to Bob Bernie Live on Facebook and liked us. Thank you. Two Larrys and a John. Thank you. Just the last 30 minutes, uh, three more people have gone to our Facebook page, Bob Bernie, that's B-U-R-N-E-Y, Bob Bernie Live, and liked it. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. Welcome to our uh, our Facebook family. All right, now, can God use losers and, and, and failures? Yes, 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 yes. In fact, we all are without God's grace. Again, let me repeat, the question is not whether we will fail. The question is not whether we will sin because we will. We are human beings. I used When I was pastoring, I told my congregation all the time, folks, listen, listen, listen. If I haven't failed you yet, hang on, I will. I promise you, I will fail you. I don't want to. I'm going to try my best not to. But sooner or later, I'm going to fail you because I'm a human. So don't put your eyes on me. Put your eyes on Jesus. So that's not the question. The question is, how will you and I respond to failure? Will we give a phony confession and phony repentance and a phony apology like those that we have just looked at? And like Saul, the first king of Israel, who offered a phony apology and phony repentance that God never accepted? Or we will, will we respond like David? In the book of Acts, we are told that David was a man after God's own heart. For a long time, I thought that meant that, well, David was just like God. (laughs) Well, if you read the life of David, you won't believe that very long. Because there were many, many, many times that David was anything but like God. He was a weak man prone to failure. He failed big time. He was responsible for murder. He committed adultery. His family was so dysfunctional that his favorite son tried to kill him. But how did David respond to failure? Most Bible scholars believe that David wrote the 51st Psalm as a result of the whole thing with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband. And totally the opposite of the way Saul responds 
David says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, the only, have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. That thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Verse 7, he says, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. David never once mentions Bathsheba. Now, what in the world was she doing bathing up there on that roof where she knew people could see see her? Pardon me. I mean, what was she doing up there? If David had the character of Saul... David would have said, well, yeah, I sinned, but she had no business up there bathing where I could see her. I'm just a red-blooded Jewish young man, and I I know I shouldn't, but I, I just couldn't help it. But he doesn't. He takes full, complete, absolute, unconditional responsibility for his own sin. He faces it. He admits it. He confesses it. And then he pleads with God for mercy. Hide thy sins, or pardon me, hide thy face from my sins and blot out mine iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit from me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. And then he says, for thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. David comes to God in brokenness and surrender and honesty and faces his failure and his sin. He doesn't blame anybody. He doesn't rationalize it. And God forgave him and restored him. David became the greatest king that Israel knew. The only human in the last half of the book of Revelation and a man after God's own heart. Yes, God uses failures dependent on how they respond. If you'd like to learn more about Bob Bernie Live, visit our website, thewordcolumbus.com. The word Columbus.com. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work. <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio pre-diabetes test. 
And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. At a time of heightened awareness after the suicide of designer Kate Spade, a new CDC report finds suicide rates have been steadily rising. A new report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found that suicide rates went up 30 percent in more than half of states since 1999. Coroner's reports suggested that many of the deaths followed relationship problems, substance abuse, and financial crises. The CDC says more than half of suicides were among people with no known mental health condition. The CDC's Dr. Ann Shukat talked about ways people can help. When you know somebody's going to be going through, uh, you know, they've just lost their job, uh, broke up with a partner, you know, that those are the times, you know, to really support each other. Jennifer King, Washington. The Justice Department says it'll offer another classified briefing for lawmakers next week on what President Trump has called Spygate. The president has pushed the idea that the FBI had a spy in his campaign. He and House GOP allies are urging the Justice Department for documents related to the Bureau's use of an informant who spoke with campaign members. The department's already held two classified briefings for top lawmakers, including House Oversight Committee Chair Trey Gowdy, who said there is no evidence of a planted spy. I think Chairman Gowdy's initial assessment is accurate. But House Speaker Paul Ryan yesterday also said there are unanswered questions. A Justice Department official says lawmakers will be provided new documents at next week's briefing. Sagar Magani at the White House. President Trump says he might invite Kim Jong-un to the United States after the North Korea summit. You'll know how well we do in the negotiation. If you hear me saying we're going to use maximum pressure You'll know the negotiation did not do well. Of the summit set for June 12th in Singapore, Mr. Trump says it's going to be much more than a photo op. Of Wall Street, a mixed day as the Dow was up by 95 points, but the Nasdaq dropped 54. The S&P declined, too. More at townhall.com. Interested in trading as a way to generate extra monthly income? Listen up. Before you sign up for some garbage program or awkward in-person seminar, you really need to hear about the online trader program that everyone's talking about. This is the program that allows you to get your account funded with someone else's money. That's right. Apiary Fund will gladly put up to $100,000 of their money into your trading account. And the best part? You get to keep 85% of the profits without putting in a dime of your own money. Apiary Fund and this program are growing like crazy. As a special offer, Apiary Fund is allowing our listeners to get started for free. Just call 800-959-4526 and leave us your email address and we will send you all the exciting details of how to trade Apiary Fund's money and not your own. Call 800-959-4526 and leave your email address on the voicemail. Your free report will be sent right away. 800-959-4526. That's 800-959-4526. Some Americans are being evacuated from China with mysterious health issues similar to what U.S. personnel experienced in Cuba. More Americans are being screened over mystery health issues in China. A U.S. medical team is screening more of them who work in a southern Chinese city. The State Department confirmed evacuating a number of government workers who experienced the unexplained health issues. They were similar to those that hurt U.S. personnel in Cuba. A State Department spokeswoman says a number of individuals have been brought to the United States. These are in addition to a U.S. worker who was evacuated earlier. 
China says it has no information about the incident's cause. I'm Shirley Smith. Honda and GM are going to work together in developing batteries for electric vehicles, mainly for the North American market. Both sides say that companies have agreed to collaborate based on General Motors' next-generation battery system. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. NATO defense ministers are gathering in a show of resolve against Russia. Correspondent Charles de Ledesma reports. The ministers hope to prevent a series of festering transatlantic disputes from undermining unity across the 29-nation NATO military alliance. At the Brussels meeting, they're set to unveil a new plan to reinforce their presence in Europe in the event of any crisis with the deployment of 30 troop battalions, 30 squadrons of aircraft and 30 warships, all within 30 days. The ministers are also likely to announce a strengthening of maritime operations, particularly in the Mediterranean Sea, where Russian ships have been shadowing Allied vessels. I'm Charles Ledesma. The meeting is expected to make official staffing levels of more than 1,200 personnel for new commands covering the Atlantic Ocean, based in Norfolk, Virginia, and in Ulm, Germany, handling logistics during any conflict on mainland Europe. More on these stories at townhall.com. We are here to give you strength between Sundays. When Jesus Christ came to this earth, died on the cross, rose from the dead, John said, let me tell you something, it's something we touch, we've seen it, it does something to our senses. It's real. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570, online at letstalkfaith.com. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who've served our country, guys like me. Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net. Finding faith together. The new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. Head to the Holy Land with Tony and Lois Evans. I'm Bill Carl, and the Bill Bunkley Show continues in just a moment. November 7th through 16th, Tony and Lois Evans leading the Experience Israel Tour with a bunch of your very best friends from across the country. Learn more at letstalkfaith.com or call 855-448-7226. Welcome to Bobberdina Live. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be your host. Hey, listen, I know it's a privilege and an honor, and I am deeply honored to have the privilege of being your host this afternoon, and I welcome our listeners in Tampa, Florida on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. And of course, I do not want to neglect my listeners in Columbus, Ohio, listening on the word 880 AM and 104.5 FM. Welcome to all of you. There is a rule in radio broadcasting. Um, I I assume it's basically the same in TV as well. But in broadcasting, there are a lot of rules, but one of them is always assume the microphone is hot. Now, a hot microphone simply means it's on. You always assume the microphone is on. (laughs) Many, many, many people 
have had their careers ruined because they said something private and they didn't think the mic was on. President Trump had gotten himself in trouble with some hot mics. And many, many others uh, have gotten themselves in pretty severe trouble because the mic was hot and they didn't know it. So they said things they would never want broadcast to the public. Well, it looks like uh, that same principle should be used on social media. If you post something on Facebook, always assume everybody can read it. Why? Breaking news. This just broke a few minutes ago. Headline. A Facebook bug made private posts of 14 million users public. Oops. Quote, the bug was active from May 18th to May 27th and changed users' privacy settings without them knowing. The company said the problem has been fixed and Facebook will notify the 14 million users who could have been affected starting today. Now, you know what's going to happen. Now, I would imagine probably most of those are innocuous things. They were meant to be private, but it was no big deal if it made public. But you you know this has got to happen. Some private messages from some married men to a secret lover. Some private messages from a married woman to a secret partner. They're going to be revealed. And I've said this over and over again. Don't have an affair because it will be discovered. It will be found out. Scripture says, be sure your sin will find you out. Uh, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man sows, that shall he he also reap. Uh, So, uh, you know, it is just so much easier not to have secrets, especially from your spouse. It is so much easier. You don't have to worry about it. 14 million people had their private posts made public. Be careful, folks. Be cautious, folks. Be above board. All right? 14 million people beginning today are going to be getting notices. Oh, uh, hey, by the way, this is the folks. These are your, hey, we are your friends from Facebook. Guess what? We had a little bug and uh, a whole bunch of your private posts. Well, uh, they went public. Oops, sorry. So anyway, again, a lesson to be learned. That's breaking news. This just happened, I mean, minutes ago. Uh, Anyway, all right. Uh, I loved the scene of Alice Johnson being reunited with her family last night. If you're not familiar with that name, you should be. Alice Johnson is the woman that spent over 20 years in prison for a first-time non-violent drug offense. She had no record whatsoever before, had never been in trouble before, and she was involved in a drug operation 
And her res- her response, not her responsibility, her re- involvement was somehow in phones. Somehow she was relaying messages back to drug dealers and so forth. And what she was doing was wrong. No doubt about it. And she was guilty. But she was sentenced to life in prison. Life in prison for a non-violent first-time drug offense. Now, folks, there's something wrong with that. Hey, I am law and order. I believe that we need to punish criminals. But that is just a terrible injustice. Well, as you, if you follow the story, somehow Kim Kardashian, of all people, got involved in her case. She's been in prison for 22 years. She went to the White House a few days ago, had a private meeting with Donald Trump. And by the way, the liberal left were having hissy fits about that. Why would you go see Donald Trump? Why would you go see that terrible monster of a man in the White House? I mean, she was heavily criticized because she went to the White House to see the president of the United States to plead the case. And get this, of a black woman who had been the victim of a terrible injustice. Well, as a result, President Trump commuted the sentence of Alice Johnson, and she was released from prison yesterday. And if you didn't see the video, you got to watch it. She is reunited with her family. She is dancing. She's jumping. She's screaming. She's crying. She's got her life back. In prison, she accepted Christ as Savior and became kind of an unofficial chaplain to the other prisoners in her prison and became a model prisoner after serving 22 years. She said this, First of all, I want to thank my Lord and Savior. Thank Jesus Christ. Without him, I can do nothing. Without him, I can, or with him, I can do everything. I want to thank President Donald John Trump. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving me another chance at life and restoring me to my family. Interesting how many people have called our president a flaming racist. And one of the first people, there's a handful, but one of the first people, first group of people that he's commuted their sentences was a black woman who was the victim of terrible injustice. Doesn't sound like a racist to me, does it to you? But the first words out of her mouth to the news media, I want to thank my Lord and Savior. I thank Jesus Christ. I can do nothing. Without him, I can do nothing. With him, I can do everything. Bless her heart. God bless Alice Johnson. She's free. And I'm sure that there are many in prison who should not be. The president has promised to review our uh, legal system, our uh, judicial system, and make the changes that are necessary. And he has indicated that he is going to pardon many people and commute the sentences of many people. Well, I'm praying that God will give him wisdom. I hope you will as well. 
We need to take a break. You're listening to Bob Bernie Live, and uh, here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE. It works in Ohio, works in Florida. It works anywhere in the continental United States. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. I'm Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Imagine a child so weakened from malnutrition, so near the brink of death with starvation, that they cannot cry out for their mother's milk, that they cannot turn their head to receive food, that they cannot even move, that their body literally is shutting down from hunger. That's really what's happening in so many parts of the world. And thank God for Save the Children stepping in providing ready-to-use therapeutic food and medicines for these children. Uh, You can be a part of that right now. When you call 888-884-4836, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, Scott Wilder joins us from Save the Children. Scott, we've talked about the before. Tell us a little bit about the after, after these kids receive this life-giving treatment. Uh, the the after is light and it's life and it's a plump child, a happy child, a healthy child, like every child should be. I mean, that that is what your money does today. And I know it's easy for stuff to wash over us. There's stuff that happens here in the news and it washes over me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have to shake myself to sort of shake me to wake me again. And, and I don't want this to ever wash over us. We, we are really talking about life and death. We're talking about a child that before, as we talked about, the child is... Uh, almost skeletal remains, no light, no life in her eyes, uh, can't hold her head up from her mother's arms because her neck is so weak. Uh, as you said yesterday, rightly, uh, does not have the energy even to make noise, to cry. Cry would be a step up mm-hmm. because it would mean energy. And so today, you know, the after, the plumpy nut, uh, is, a, is a life changer. It is a life saver. And that's what you're doing today when you call the number. You're providing life. To a child who otherwise, and we say child, it really is largely children under the age of two. Uh, you know, the, the first big hurdle in that part of the world is a healthy birth. Mm-hmm. And lots of babies die in childbirth. I remember being on the road with a guy who was an interpreter. He's an educated guy. He's been to college, been to university, uh, worked for the for the uh, consulate there and was an interpreter. And we was talking to him over at a dinner about his life and his family. I said, tell me about how you grew up. And he was talking to me about it. And he said, my mother had eight kids. And so he goes on to talk, and I said, wow, I said, you grew up with eight kids in your family. He said, no, I grew up with four kids in my family. Oh, my goodness. Because three of them died in wow. childbirth, and one died of malnutrition before the age of two. Isn't it interesting, the things that we assume? You know, we are so blessed here in the United States of America that for a family near us to lose a child is a rare thing. It is a tragedy that many of us cannot even comprehend and yet it is the day in and day out for so many of these children in places like Ethiopia which is still trying to recover from the effects of a historic drought that uh, caused so much devastation so much starvation and so much pain your gift right now of $60 to save the children provides ready to use therapeutic food plumping nut for one of these children literally bringing them back from the brink of death due to severe acute malnutrition. So far, we've saved 45 kids. We have 105 more we'd like to speak to. And right now, every dollar you give is doubled through the generous matching gift of a donor. 
uh, who said, I'll step up, I'll match these gifts. So this really is the time to call, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. You can also help by clicking the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Let's make that gift today. Let's save a life today. You can do it by joining us and Scott Wilder and our friends at Save the Children. 888-884-4836. In football, there's an end zone. But in life, each of us has a comfort zone, that personal space around us that should be protected and respected. A healthy relationship is one in which both parties are on an equal playing field and are comfortable with each other's interactions. It's important that we help our children set boundaries to learn what to do in an uncomfortable situation and to respect the boundaries of others. Dad, have a conversation with your kids. For five tips for teaching your kids about boundaries, visit allprodad.com. If you know Alexa, you know she's quick with a joke. What starts with an E but only has a single letter in it? An envelope. Or an encouraging compliment. You always know how to find that silver lining. But best of all, you can listen to Alexa to listen to us. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. Just tell Alexa, enable Faith Talk Tampa skill. And boom, there you go. Welcome to Faith Talk Tampa. On air, online, and using Alexa. Faith Talk 570. I'm Bill Carl, and in just a moment, the Bill Bunkley Show continues here on Faith Talk 570, 910, FM 102.1. Weekday mornings at 730, Pathway to Victory with Dr. Robert Jeffers. And now you can see more of what you're hearing at this website, ptvtoday.org, ptvtoday.org. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. And most, most of you realize we're living in an upside-down, inside-out world. Up is down, down is up. Left is right, right is left. Good is bad. Bad is good. I'm reminded of the scripture that says righteousness exalts a nation, but sin, sin is a reproach for any people. Well, sadly, sin is being embraced. In fact, you can't use the S word. You can't talk about, well, you know, the S word, sin, you, you, you can't say that. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't. Now, anything that is unrighteous, oh, yeah, man, we like that. Well, this is a bizarre story out of Indianapolis. Um, an Indianapolis CrossFit gym has canceled a, quote, coach-planned LGBTQ event this week. Now, the canceling led to a CrossFit executive being fired and an entire franchise of CrossFit shut down. I mean, shut down, shuttered, done, gone, out of business. An executive fired and an entire franchise shut down. Why? Well, let me share the story with you. Uh, Russell Berger 
the sports fitness company's chief knowledge officer and de facto spokesman, uh, said he called out those who support LGBTQ pride as sinners. Wait, 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 wait. Now, that's the headline of the local newspaper in Indianapolis. The executive was fired because he called LGBTQ sinners. Well, not exactly. Not exactly. According to local newspaper and local TV, the Indianapolis franchise opted, I'm quoting, to cancel the event because the owners of the gym value health and fitness, and they believe that this event does not. Wait a minute, I thought they were closed down and the guy was fired because he said that homosexuals were sinners. Well, that's what the newspaper said. That's that's not the truth. Talk about fake news. Now, here is the statement that this individual franchise of the CrossFit company released. This is one franchise called CrossFiltrate, uh, pardon me, CrossFit Infiltrate in Indianapolis. That's the name of it, CrossFit Infiltrate. Here is the statement they released as to why this franchise was not going to be participating in the LGBTQ Pride Weekend. Here it is, and I quote, Our underlying goal for the staff and members at CrossFit Infiltrate and our other gyms, CrossFit White River and University Avenue CrossFit, is total health and well-being for the individual and the community. Total health involves the body, the emotions, relationships, and the spirit. As a foundational detractor from health, we believe God sets the parameters for is pride. We believe that true health forever can only be found within humility, not pride. Humility is seeing oneself as they truly are and as God truly defines them to be. As a business, pardon me, as a business, we will choose to deploy our resources toward those efforts and causes that line up with our own values and beliefs. He didn't say anything about sin. The S word was not used. But the owners, the executives of this particular franchise said, you know, pride is destructive. God said that pride is destructive, and so therefore we do not want to be associated with something that is built completely, totally on pride. Because we believe that pride is not a virtue, humility is. So the uh, the, the stated issue was not the homosexuality, not the LGBTQ, but the pride aspect. Well, the radical homosexual community in Indianapolis went ballistic. They flipped out. The franchise faced, quote, the franchise faced immediate backlash for their decision, which prompted the gym to release a second statement. And here is the second statement. 
The unfortunate line that is being read about the gym grossly misrepresents what CrossFit Infiltrate stands for and what it believes. The majority of the reviews and statements being read about the gym largely point out that Infiltrate's community has been incredible and welcoming and that the decision not to host an Indie Pride event is the reason we are called bigots or discriminative. However, let the history of the gym speak for itself and for the position we take in this divisive atmosphere. CrossFit Infiltrate welcomes, serves, and prioritizes training people to be fit and functional in body, mind, and spirit. It never has and never will be anything but welcoming to all human beings who live, move, and breathe in God's world. So this gym immediately releases a statement that says, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't discriminate against anyone. Anybody and everyone is welcome here. We serve everyone. We train everyone. We don't turn away anybody. People are not telling the truth about us. It was not about a lifestyle. It was about the aspect of pride that we had a problem with. Did that deter the criticism? Oh, no, 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 no. Quote, the backlash forced the franchise to shut down. A notice shared on Twitter read, quote, CrossFit Infiltrate has determined it will no longer operate its business at this location. In other words, the radical left shut down this business because they had an issue with pride and believed that humility was a greater virtue than pride. Because they believed that pride is destructive. Yeah. Uh... Can I say something I've said hundreds and hundreds of times? Those who talk most about tolerance, love, and acceptance practice it the least. An entire franchise has been shut down by the people who talk about love. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. New Mars discoveries are advancing the case for possible life on the red planet, past or even present. Scientists reported Thursday that NASA's Mars rover Curiosity has found potential building blocks for life in an ancient lake bed. The organic molecules are preserved in bedrock, Curiosity also has confirmed seasonal increases in atmospheric methane at Mars. Researchers say they can't rule out a biological source. The findings appear in the journal Science. A leader of House Moderates says his group has tentatively agreed to an offer from conservatives to help young so-called dreamer immigrants stay in the U.S. legally. California Congressman Jeff Denham says details remain unclear, but the proposal is for young immigrants to stay in the U.S. for eight years. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 95 points, but the Nasdaq plunged 54. This is SRN News. Bill Carl here with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. Thank you for joining us for just a few moments as we share more opportunities for you to save lives through Save the Children. When you call 888-884-4836 and make your gift of $60 
you save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. You can also click the Save the Children link at letstalkfaith.com to make that gift. And what are we talking about, really? Well, Save the Children, around for over 100 years, has been working in East Africa among famine victims. And they provide, uh, it's kind of a funny name, they provide this ready-to-use therapeutic food called plumping it. It's peanut-based. It's kind of based on Nutella. And it really does bring kids back from the brink of death. Again, your $60 provides enough plumping nut and medicine to save a child who's starving. And Scott, I know that you've been there in Ethiopia and seen the miracle of plumping nut and seen the miracle of these kids. Take us inside that a little. It really is a miracle. It's been referred to as it is to nutrition what penicillin was to medicine. And that's not just me. I mean, 60 Minutes talked about it as a miracle. And I don't know if you watch 60 Minutes very much, but they don't use the word miracle very often, uh, the word miracle. But it is miraculous. Uh, It brings kids back, children back, babies back from the brink of uh, death. I mean, they're right on the doorstep. I mean, they they are the child you're thinking of right now. The child with uh, appears to be a skeleton uh, with skin draped over it. I mean, it, it really is stark to see. When you see a mom holding her twin boys that are three months old, and she says, I can no longer even nurse my kids. I don't have enough food for myself. And uh, mother's milk is the only way my kids uh, can survive. And they're suffering from severe acute malnutrition. Uh, today, we have a chance to, to be the safety net. We have a chance to be um, come together and do this thing uh, that really is ours to do. So, I mean, we, you've been fortunate, blessed, lucky, whatever word you use, um, to be where you are, to live where you live. Not, not just to be born where you've been born, but to be born when you've been born. Well, that is absolutely so strong. And we're so thankful to be in a position to be able to do good for others, not to have to rely on the government and other agencies to make this happen. Save the Children is a nonprofit that I know personally at our house, Missy and I give to every year, and we want to encourage you to as well. In fact, Save the Children works here in the United States of America. I spent a good chunk of time last fall in uh, rural Tennessee among Save the Children Uh, folks who have been blessed through this ministry, and I hope you'll step in right now. Again, your gift of $60 saves a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We're counting down 105 kids to go. Would you call right now? 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith dot com. And I'll tell you this as well. We've had a generous donor step forward who over the next month has said, look, for every gift that your listeners make to save the children, I'll double it. So if you make that gift of $60, it becomes $120, so on and so forth. And maybe right now you'd say, Bill Scott, I'll do a leadership gift of $600. That would take care of 10 children saving their lives. And with those matching dollars would add another 10 children to the list of those who've been impacted through Save the Children and through your kindness. So again, I would encourage you to go to the phone right now. Here's the number, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or again, click the Save the Children banner at letstalkfaith.com. Together, we can save lives with Save the Children. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. 
Hey, this is Bill Carl. The Bill Bunkley Show continues in just a moment. Get out of the summer heat in Tampa Bay and head to Europe for the Reformation Tour and River Cruise with Alistair Begg, July 31st through August 12th, visiting Prague, Budapest, and, of course, Wittenberg, where the Protestant Reformation begins. Details at letstalkfaith.com. news through a biblical worldview. Welcome again to Bob Birdie Live. Thank you. Thank you for uh, joining me. And uh, just real, real quickly, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but uh, I think it was last week I mentioned quickly that uh, my wife and I have a small ministry called Cross Power Ministries. And uh, we have just produced a seven-session, three-DVD set of lessons on how to live a victorious Christian life. Three DVDs, seven sessions on those three DVDs with an accompanying workbook. And we've been working on this for years, and we we are so excited. We believe God is going to use this teaching to change lives. Not because of anything we've done, but the truth that is contained in this teaching. Be excellent for Sunday school classes, small groups, home Bible studies, or just individual study. And I just mentioned it quickly, and several of you have ordered them. And I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for going to crosspower.net and um, ordering the uh, set. Very inexpensive. Uh, You get the, the set of three DVDs and accompanying study guide. If you're planning on using the material for a home Bible study or a Sunday school class, there is a leader's packet that's available. You get the three DVDs, you get five study guides, and the and the leader's guide, the teacher's guide, the leader's guide, all as a package. If you need more study guides, if your home Bible study or whatever is larger than five, uh, you can order whatever quantity of the study guides that you want. But thank you. Several of you have ordered them. And uh, when you look at them and use them, we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear how God uses it. It's called Living in Victory. A three-DVD set contains seven individual sessions, about about 45 minutes apiece, ideal for Sunday school, home Bible study, and so forth. And uh, thank you for ordering them And we pray that you will use them, pass them on to someone else, continue using them. And I believe that God is going to use this in a mighty, powerful way to teach people from Scripture how to live a victorious life in this messed up, evil, wicked world that we're living in. The Christian life is not for the faint of heart, but God has promised us victory in the midst of this mess And that's what this Bible study is all about. Seven sessions, three DVDs, crosspower.net is a place where you order them, crosspower.net. And I mentioned, I wrote wrote a book, Remember Whose You Are. It's available there as well. You can order that. Well, I, uh, I keep holding out hope for the United Methodist Church. And I mean this. I... I love the legacy of the Methodist Church, the Wesleys, and the incredible foundation and legacy 
of the Methodist Church. I love the legacy of the Lutheran Church. I love the legacy of the Presbyterian Church. Sadly, the mainstream Lutherans long ago departed from what Martin Luther would die for. Long ago, the mainstream Presbyterians, not all of them, the PCUSA and the liberal wing of the Presbyterians, long ago left the legacy of John Knox. And sadly, many of the Methodists are leaving the legacy of the Wesleys. I still think there's hope for the United Methodists, some, but uh, that hope continues to grow more and more dim. That does not mean there are not wonderful conservative United Methodists within the denomination. Uh, I've got a bunch of United Methodist pastors who are regular listeners to my program, and they share more hurt than I do. I'm not a United Methodist. They are. They share more hurt with what's going on in their denomination than I do because they're more impacted by it. But listen to this. Headline, UMC, that's United Methodist Church, UMC Minnesota Conference edited Father out of the Apostles' Creed. What? Yeah. Here's the story. At a recent multi-day conference, the Minnesota Conference of the United Methodist Church used an edited version of the Apostles' Creed which removed reference to God as Father. When the conference handed out liturgical folders for a worship service, Reverend Keith McElwain noticed the changes to the historic creed. And by the way, Reverend Keith McElwain there in Minnesota is a conservative Bible believer, and he was not a happy camper when this revised liturgical folder was handed out with a an edited Apostles' Creed. Now, first of all, That creed was agreed on hundreds of years ago. What kind of arrogance would cause a group of United Methodists in Minnesota to feel that they had the power, they had the authority to edit an ancient creed? I'm serious. What kind of arrogance? If they don't like the Apostles' Creed, make up your own. But who gave you the authority to edit an ancient church creed? The story goes on. Throughout Christian history, churches have recited the creed which confesses, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. The edited version read, I believe in God, the creator Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Father Almighty was removed. Reverend McElwain, the pastor of Slippery Rock United Methodist Church, I find I find the name of his church quite interesting because the United Methodist, evidently not his church because he was not a happy camper about this, but the United Methodist Church is on a slippery slope. They are sliding in the direction of the other mainstream Protestant denominations, and if you want to see What liberalism does to a church, a denomination, look no further than the Presbyterian Church USA, the ELCA, the United Church of Christ, the Episcopal Church of America. Take a look at any denomination that has been under the control of the liberal left for any length of time, 
And you will see that without exception, without a single exception, you will see a denomination that is either dead or dying. Pastor McElwain expressed disbelief that this major change to the creed took place with no debate or discussion. He said, quote, No United Methodist individual or body has the authority to edit those creeds which were formulated by the early church and have helped define Orthodox Christianity for the better part of 2,000 years. Well, I couldn't agree more. Uh, And then he goes on that the church is... uh, Well, he said, all ordained United Methodist clergy promise to faithfully uphold and teach the doctrine of the Holy Trinity, which is shared and defined in Article 1 of our Articles of Religion. I fear that this edited creed represents a failure to be faithful to what the United Methodist Church believes. Amen, Pastor McElwain. Amen to you, my brother. Keep speaking up, keep speaking out. If there is any hope for the United Methodist Church, the conservative Bible believers in the denomination, and there are many, they are going to have to follow in the footsteps of the conservatives in the Southern Baptist Convention. Back in the mid-60s, late-60s, early-70s, the conservatives within the Southern Baptist Convention declared war on liberalism. I mean, they declared war in no uncertain terms. They didn't sit down and say, well, let's dialogue, you know, let's hold hands and sing Kumbaya, let's stand around the fire and make some mores, and let's try to reach a compromise. They declared war on those who attacked the authority of Scripture. It was a bloody, prolonged battle, and I mean bloody in a spiritual sense, not physical, okay? But spiritually, it was a bloody battle. But the conservative Bible believers won. If the United Methodists have any hope, that's exactly what the conservative Bible believers are going to have to do. It is not going to come about by dialogue and compromise. The conservatives are going to have to draw a line in the sand and say, we either adhere to biblical truth or we do not. We either proclaim with one voice, we believe that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant word of God, or we don't. I hope that happens. We'll keep an eye on it this uh, summer because they've got a conference coming up. But obviously, the uh, Minnesota conference has decided they're going to move to the left. It's really, really, really sad. My number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Hey, this is Bill Carl, along with Scott Wilder from Save the Children. And right now, your gift of $60 provides enough 
ready-to-use therapeutic food, enough plumping nut, and medicine to save a child on the brink of death from severe acute malnutrition. We've been talking about this for several days now, and we just have a little bit of time left to meet the goal of saving 150 kids. The number is 888-884-4836. I was on the air not so long ago, actually in Seattle. Seattle is not known for being the bastion of uh, Christianity. I don't know if you knew that or not. It's like the uh, West Coast version of Boston. I mean, it's just it's just not uh, a place that the churches thrive. And yet there, I had a woman call and say, I want to do this for 100 kids, a $6,000 one-time gift. We do need a game changer, I must say. We want to be able to thank you by first name and by city. So whether you're going to do $60 or $600 or $6,000 or more or less, the good news is it's going to be matched dollar for dollar, and we're waiting for your call right now at 888 888- 884-4836. Again, that number is 888-884-4836. Let's talk faith.com uh, is the website you can go to and click the Save the Children banner. And right now, would you call 888-884-4836? Maybe there's somebody right now, you would make a leadership gift of um, of $600, and that would draw us so very closely. We're, I'm telling you, we're, we're right there. Scott's over there kind of calculating everything. 13 more, 13 down to... Thirteen would be seven hundred eighty dollars. Thirteen kids right now would be seven hundred eighty dollars. And listen, I could sit here and break it down with an abacus into all type <laughs> of monthly and bi monthly gifts and ways to do it. However, you choose to do it, need somebody to do it. I, you know, listen. If you just want to make that one time gift of sixty dollars, we welcome that and we're blessed by need that. It. But I really, truly do believe, Scott, that there's somebody that's been listening. They listened yesterday. They've listened today. God's been tapping at their heart and just kind of, you know, nudging them the whole time. And they, you just kind of get in that place. You're like, oh, you know, later, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. You can make it happen. I mean, you can, you know, really you can. There are families, they'll put a whole vacation on a credit card mm-hmm. and hope that by the end of the year they pay for mm-hmm. it. We live in just a stone's throw of Disney World, you know, just down the road in Orlando. And I know, and I've met people. Where'd you come from? Mm. I came down from, you know, Dakota. We come here every year. And, you know, you know they put three, $4,000 on that credit card at the beginning of the year to book it, and then they kind of figured it out. And I just know that, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I know there's somebody listening right now. You know you could make that gift. And you could either write the check and it'd be done or put it on your debit card, or you could just find a way to figure it out. You just figure it out. And I want you to, I just want to encourage you right now. God's been speaking to you. When you think of these children, when you think about what they're experiencing, when you think about how they're really at the door of death, when, when, you know, Scott told us last hour that one of the kids he met over there said, well, if I grow up, I'd like to be my grandfather. When you're living in a state where you don't assume that you're going to grow up, that's a bad place to be, but we can rescue. We can help save the children on the ground right now in very difficult places providing Plumpy Nut, providing this therapeutic food for children really on the brink of death. Your $60 gift saves one of these children. So I need you to call right now. And don't worry about figuring it out till later. You'll figure it out. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or click the Save the Children banner at Let's Talk Faith.com. 
If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Head to the Holy Land with Tony and Lois Evans. I'm Bill Carl, and the Bill Bunkley Show continues in just a moment. November 7th through 16th, Tony and Lois Evans leading the Experience Israel Tour with a bunch of your very best friends from across the country. Learn more at letstalkfaith.com or call 855-448-7226. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Those of you in the Tampa area, this headline from TampaBay.com today, Disney Legoland employees among 11 arrested in Polk child porn sting. A Disney World employee, a Lego builder for Legoland, and a teenager were among 11 people arrested Monday in a child porn sting, according to Polk County Sheriff's Office. Each faced multiple charges of possession of child pornography following an operation dubbed Guardians of Innocence 2. It was a sting operation, and uh, they found out that there is at least some problem at Disney, as well as Legoland. Uh, Both of the employees have been fired, are no longer employed by Disney or Legoland, and Disney and Legoland have both issued statements stating they did not know about the employee's involvement in child porn, and uh, they have terminated the employees. I would certainly hope so. Did you hear the big news? Big news! Life on Mars! Well, kind of. Well, sort of. Well, not really. Yesterday... NASA announced that they were going to have a 2 p.m. press conference today to announce something startling, something amazing, something incredible, something revolutionary at 2 o'clock this afternoon. Well, I'm kind of a fan of science and space, and, you know, I really enjoy that kind of thing. So I thought, whoa, what was it? Well, here it is. Here's the headline. Major Mars Discovery Organic molecules found on red planet. NASA's Curiosity Mars rover has found organic molecules on Mars, the space agency revealed in a major announcement today. Quote, we found organic molecules in rocks from an ancient lake bed, explained Joe Elgenbrode, research scientist at Goddard Uh, Goddard Space Center. Well, 
Okay, now here's the problem. They don't know whether it's organic at all. Well, Bob, are you some kind of scientist? Uh, no, <laughs> but I can read, and I have a little common sense. Now, let's look up together the dictionary definition of organic. Because NASA said they have found organic molecules on Mars. Here is the dictionary definition of organic. Relating to or derived from living matter. Okay? Relating to or derived from living matter. That is the definition of organic, something that is or has been alive. So NASA announced today that they have found organic molecules on Mars. That would mean they have discovered life. Not really. Later in the story, we read this. While NASA was at pains to explain it has not discovered life on Mars, the organic molecules could provide, could provide, could provide vital clues. Quote, Organic compounds are fundamental for our search for life. Whoa, 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 whoa. Again, I'm, I'm not a scientist. Don't pretend to be one. Haven't played one on. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.